Yo, people. Before we start today's episode, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors for this season, Watchbox UK. Based out in Hatton Gardens, they're leading the way in supplying you with the best prices for buying, selling and sourcing top-of-the-range watches and high-quality jewels. Head over to their Instagram, the link will be in the bio, and make sure to like, comment and subscribe. Please enjoy the episode. Yes, people, I'm back with another episode of On The Judy. And today, I've got, an, I've got a player who has been unfairly labelled as bad boy in football, Sadio Berahino. What's happening, bro? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Nah, all good, man. Um, I was speaking to my boys earlier, another African-born player. It's good to see that like, myself. Yeah. How much of Burundi do you remember? Um, a lot, really. Um, obviously, being born there and leaving at a young age. Um, yeah, man, he's still part of me. I mean, at home, we speak Swahili. We don't speak English. So I still speak Swahili to my mom and my oh, sisters. Better. So, yeah. The culture's still in me. Nah, sick. I call my dad. He'll have a good conversation with you. Yeah. He's, he only speaks to me in Swahili when he's pissed off. But apart <laughs> from that, he's all good, man. I'm, I speak Luganda, so I'm from Uganda. Yeah. I came here when I was six months, maybe a year. Yeah. So I've basically been here my whole life. But I go back a lot. Okay. Um, You came here, came over here to flee, flee the war. How much of that did it affect you? Because obviously you lost your dad as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't lose my dad in the war he was he was sick oh okay, okay so i was about four years old but my mom left me with a friend back up back home and when i came here i was like nine didn't speak a word of english so <laughs> so you can imagine how that went down but um yeah man i still remember a lot about it uh, i don't think the what happened back home affected me a lot because that's what i was used to i grew up in that so yeah. that, that's all i knew um, but I still love my country, man. Still love it. Um, so when you, obviously you knew, let's say war tour, it was like rough. So when you come here, it was like a breath of fresh air, no? Yeah. But it was also scary at the same time. I mean, first of all was the weather. I had to deal with that. <laughs> uh, I think it was the first time I ever wore a coat in my life <laughs> coming over here. Um, yeah. New things like stupidest thing was the escalator. I couldn't understand that. <laughs> So yeah, growing up, not seeing all of that, and then obviously moving over here, and then being exposed to all of that, it was a, it was, it was different, man. It was different. It was a bit scary, but it was different. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously not speaking English. How did you get by? Because I remember when I was young, my dad tells me this and laughs. All they spoke was Luganda at home, innit? So I'm yeah. going out playing out with the kids. I can't speak English. I'm just chatting away in Luganda. <laughs> and like some kids are like trying to slap me and all of that so yeah. I'm coming home crying so that was my early childhood yeah. so what about you you're 10 so you're got, like boys you're around or the kids you're around like actually understand a bit of life so how did so you get by I got by by smiling a lot I think <laughs> <laughs> every question was asked or anything that was spoken to me I just laughed back not laughed but smiled back and I think um, being able to kick a ball it helped me pick up on, like, have friends yeah. and have some sort of relationship with other people. So football helped me a lot to to um, to just fit in, really. Um, good thing about my primary school, I had, a, like, a, my own tutor. So because I couldn't speak the language, okay, okay. I had a tutor that could speak French because I can speak French oh, also. So um, I like to sit in the back of the class <laughs> and then she will explain to me in, in French and I'll reply back and got on that way and it took me about six months really to start understanding wow, sick, yeah sick. fast learner then yeah 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 it was it was quite quick to be fair i was surprised with myself but when you when me and my mom were both sitting in the house i had to watch his tenders and not understanding <laughs> a word <laughs> I if think, it was now you could just switch your language to yeah, french exactly like. um i think that helped as well that helped nah sick man so you're just learning mad slang Mad, <laughs> mad slang and I grew up in a tough area so English wasn't really well spoken so I picked up all the slang words and all the the pat were yeah, <laughs> yeah you lots of accents mad up here man <laughs> yeah Head, hearing all the builders talking all of that but anyway how long did it take before you saw your mum again because obviously you said she left you with yeah. your friend so she left me and about a year or two then we met in, in oh, London. Sick, so sick. she was living in London with my my older sister. Oh, sick. 
and then she got a house over here. <clears throat> so when I came down, the story's mad. <laughs> wait, wait, did she call you to come down? Did you know she was down here? Yeah, she sent for me to come oh, up. Sick, sick. But when I got here, um, I couldn't find her. So we couldn't find her, so we had to go to the police. And then the guy at the police like explained the story to the police and they thought he was joking. They were like, what are you talking about? Like, do you mean you've come over here and you can't find the person that <laughs> you're looking for? <clears throat> so luckily I had my mom's number on my, on my jacket and her name, her full name. And they tried to call the number, couldn't get to her. Mm. So they put me in a foster care home for like four months wait, or, wait, wait. or five months. You've gone to look for your mum and they just... Police, yeah. And they're just like, we can't find your mum, so we'll keep searching. Wow. But because you ain't got nowhere to stay, go to this foster home. So I was there for like four or five months. <clears throat> and then after a month, we found my mum. And the police were like, well, we can't just hand you over. <laughs> We have to do blood tests, DNA. Oh, so we did all of that, did the DNA thing and the blood test, came back as she was my mom. And they still wanted to know how my mom left a young child and sent her, sent him to come and meet. Was you by yourself when you come down? No, I was with a guy. Okay, cool, cool. But he left after, <laughs> after the police got involved, he, he, just, he just left me. And then, um, yeah, so we did the blood test, did the DNA test. Um, Clarified that my mum was actually my mum. Still at this foster home, Kay was a beautiful Jamaican family. Oh, like they yeah. looked after me really well. Um, and then, yeah, so after four or five months, me and my mum got to actually be together oh, for sick. more than a day. So, yeah. Well, that was sick. And then once she moved back up to Yeah, you, so yeah? we moved to Birmingham straight away. Oh, sick. Yeah. So how did, how did you find out you was good at football? Because you've only, you've been here, what, nine, ten? Yeah. Now you're in secondary school. Yeah. Then you get signed by West Brom. How? What happened in between that to get signed? So I came. I came over here. I was in year six, and in year six, I used to play for my school team. We used to do seven aside or yeah. eight aside. I can't remember where it was. And from then, I could see the reaction from other kids. Like <laughs> I was playing in that, and I was enjoying it. And then when I went to secondary school, I signed up for my school team, and then I signed up for. Sunday league and I think the Sunday league I scored like 15 goals in like six games or something stupid like that and then West Brom came calling and I didn't have a clue who West Brom was Sorry that. I did, you, did you know Prem teams obviously you know like Man United yeah like, just yeah. the Man United Liverpool Chelsea and then when West Brom came and I was like who's West Brom like didn't have a, a, a freaking clue so I went to uh, trials I was there for six weeks me and the other guy from the same Sunday league I remember after the six weeks Went, went by, um, they told me they was going to sign me and I didn't have a clue what that meant. So, <laughs> explaining to my mom that I can't speak English, it would be, <laughs> it would be a mad one. So when, when I told her I'm going to sign, she thought, I'm going to sign and go away yeah, and yeah. do madness. And then, um, and then that obviously I signed and then I was just, I was getting picked up every, not every night, like twice a week to go train, train yeah. with the kids, blah, 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 play the game, which was, was lovely and as I grew older I understood okay, who yeah, West yeah. Brom was. All right cool um where did the love of football come from did was you playing a lot of matches in Burundi or was it just like a kickabout with like the local kids? It was from Africa um so like my whole family sported one of the biggest clubs in Burundi okay. and then I used to always go watch them every Saturday and I just my mom my sisters everyone my nan they all just loved football so I just grew up around that and seeing the African Cup, World Cup. Yeah, yeah. So I just loved it. But the first time I actually played 11 aside was here. Oh, okay. So back home, it was just like, whatever, like six the, aside. The football that's made out of bags and Yeah, yeah, plastic bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nah, I, I see, used to make a lot of them. Nah, I see a lot of kids play. I just go, go shop, buy them a ball. Yeah. Just yeah. let them shine on, man. It's good, man. Um, yeah. So when, you, when you're going training, and you're seeing all the facilities and that. Are you thinking like, wow? Because obviously back in Bruni, you're playing on like dirt and stuff. And yeah. in school, school facilities aren't that great. Yeah. So when you go in West Brom, is it like, okay, this yeah. helps me? Yeah, 100%. I, I understood straight away that it was another level. It was more professional. All the kids were coming down with their parents <laughs> in nice cars and stuff. And I understood then that this was serious. Um, 
my mom was told or used to tell me all the time like go there and just give your best like this is like your school your other school you're not really good at school so <laughs> take this one serious so um i used to go there with a big grin on my teeth like my my face and i just used to love it um and west brom taught me a lot man taught me how to be a man actually so That's it. i loved every minute of it see as you're going through the ranks at west brom yeah yeah. Does your mum understand what's going on? Or she just thinks she's just going to play football? We both didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> we both didn't understand. From under 12, it took me maybe two years to understand. So when from under 12 to under 14s, I had a manager called Mark Harrison. And he, he actually opened up my, my eyes and made me understand what being a footballer is about. Because he used to pick me up and drop, drop me home. Cause we used to train in the evening, so I used to get the bus sometimes. Okay. I'd get on the bus and go to training and blah, blah, blah. So he, he made me understand what football was about. And I fell in love more with the game because of him. So, um, so yeah. And it's, it's a local team. So when you're like in your area, in your tracksuit and like the kids that come up to you, like, oh my God, you play for West Brom. Da, 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 da. Do you get all of that? I used to get a lot in school. <laughs> in school, I used to get away with murder because my head of school, supported West Brom. Okay. She had season tickets and a box. So if I ever got in trouble, I'll go in the office and she'd like sit down and just, just be on your phone and she would do work. So I used to get away with murder. But when it really picked up is when I got caught up for under 16s for England. Uh, Victoria, what's it called? Something Shield, Victoria Shield or something like that. It's a cop that I think is Scotland. What, I think it's Scotland, England. And somebody else okay. we play a little tournament and they, they play on sky sports i think i remember that yeah we yeah. won it so after that that's when victory i victory really, shield victory shield yeah, that's the yeah, one yeah. yeah victory shield yeah that's the one after that it was just like you're a celebrity yeah, school basically <laughs> <laughs> picked up out of the clubs you've played for yeah. kind of jumping a bit yeah. or been on trial or what you've gone to see which club has the best facilities because i love watching the behind the scenes stuff i say it so much on the pod so i just want to know which club which yeah has the best which training ground has the best facilities um of course like england i'll say st george's was like different level <laughs> but west brom you know west brom really had it, yeah. yeah west brom had good facilities we had like um uh indoor training camp what grass in there no no oh, 3g 3g okay, yeah, yeah but it was like the size of uh wembley okay okay so they, they went off that um but yeah, West Brom had a nice, like nice, nice facilities. I remember when we got our pool in there, hot and cold, jacuzzi. <laughs> uh, it was really nice, and and they've told me it's changed a bit now. It's even better now. Okay. So, so yeah, West Brom. I'll say West Brom. Stoke was mm, there and about. You can't even go back there for a visit, man. For real. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously, you grew up in Birmingham, mm. and I've spoke to Lescott about this, like. Birmingham's notorious like you've got gangs you've got so how did you stay out of it was it just did you understand all of that or was it just you knew but I'm going to stay playing football I mean my friends were doing it friends were there and about I remember the, the day I turned my back to being on hanging around corners shop and stuff like that um, we got searched one random day me and my friends like five of us we got just searched by the police it was nice and hot and my friends had like massive jackets on, like just, you know, that look. Yeah. And I got searched and I remember like walking back home and I'm thinking to myself, if my mom found out, yeah. that would be the end of me. She'd probably send me back home and that, like in Burundi. <laughs> I remember. So my friends used to come knock on my door and then if my mom answers, my mom be like, she's not, he's not here. <laughs> and then I'm like, no. Nah, because your mom knew that. Yeah, they, oh, they okay. were doing that. And I was just like, nah, I can't do it anymore. I used to see them smoking and stuff like that. So that put me off because... I didn't smoke or anything like that. That's so I turned my back to them and just like <laughs> focus on football. I remember the first time police come to my house, I had a fight outside of the school. I didn't, a school I didn't go to. And when the police come, they didn't come to my house. They came, I was chilling outside my block. Yeah. And they came and was like, oh, we're looking for so-and-so. And I was like, no, nah, he's not here. Then I went around the corner and spoke to them. It was like, yeah, here, come to this police station. I was so shocked. I told my dad. So my dad come with me and he was like, you're just sitting there not, not, not understanding then I had to go to court, so I told my mum. She cried and thought I was going to prison for a fight. I was like, nah, chill out, man. It's not even like that. It's not like that. Yeah. All right, cool. So you get your pro. Yeah. You know what football is. You're yeah. now a pro footballer. Kid, 
come from Burundi in year six, now playing for one of the biggest clubs in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. What's your, I want to know what your mum's saying. Can she speak English at this point? Yeah, she can understand. <laughs> <laughs> she can understand it. Um, <laughs> my mum's first request was your first payment, make sure you give it me first. <laughs> All of it. All of it. Swear. Um, and your second, re- my, her second request was get us out of Aston. So um, we had to negotiate somehow with the club to find me another place to live because <clears throat> my mum didn't want me to to stay in Aston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the club helped help us find a place to rent and we moved from West Brom to West Bromwich. Uh, to, from Aston, sorry, West to West Bromwich. Yeah. Decent. Um, nice yes. house? Yeah, it was nice. Three bedroom. <laughs> it was all right. I was paying it at 17. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it, was, it was all right. Um, yeah, so first year pro was not a lot. <laughs> it was well documented, actually. I remember when I played against <laughs> Arsenal and West Arsenal and Man United. I scored my first Premier League goal. Against Arsenal, on, yeah? Or Man United, Man United, wasn't it? I scored against Arsenal first in a cup. Then that same week I played Man United. I scored my first Premier That's League up. goal. That's up. I was on eight fifty a month and the pre on the newspaper. <laughs> eight hundred and fifty pounds a month. Yeah. And you're paying all the rent in the house as well. Yeah. God. Yeah. So um so yeah, they made a big double page. This player just on eight fifty a month, blah, blah, blah. And then my mum was, no, no, I don't keep papers, man. They burn me a lot, so I'll keep, <laughs> I'll keep them. But um, yeah, so my mum was just like, look, look, you're on 850, what is this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mumsy didn't know what you was on. She did, but she was like, look, you play Premier League 850. She was like, proper gunning me. So I had to tell my agent, like, come on, man. Like, I've played three games now. Yeah, like, surely. Yeah. Scored in two. Yeah, exactly. Surely. So, um, so yeah, we went in and negotiated, man, and went from that to... So a big, massive jump, bro. Massive Go jump. on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I went from 8.50 to 15 a week. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a big jump, man. It was, it was a nice jump. It was a nice jump. Mumsy can't talk nothing then, boy. Moved out straight away, got a new house. <laughs> and then got a house and, yeah, got a house. It was nice, man. Did you, did you ever think you would be a, a prem footballer? No. Not... I always thought I was going to be a professional, but I just didn't know what level because I loved that the game so much. And yeah. Prior for me making my Premier League debut, I was already playing at Northampton <clears throat> League Two. Then I went to Brentford League One. Then I went to Championship <laughs> Peterborough. So I played all the leagues yeah. and I could handle it. So I thought... Prem's like... Yeah, I was like, if I, <laughs> if I can't make it in a Premier League, surely these three yeah, other leagues yeah. I can play ball there. So, yeah. Like, that's sick, man. Yeah. You see, when you went on loan, so you went Northampton. Yeah. Obviously, West Brom, you're comfy. Yeah. Yeah. Little 15 a week, comfy. <laughs> yeah. Then you go, when you go um, Northampton and yeah. it's a different kettle of fish, facilities ain't the best. Were you scared? <sighs> Mate, when I had to clean my own kit. <laughs> and I remember, bear in mind, I was there for 14 games and we lost all 14. <laughs> I still scored six in 14. But I remember every Saturday afternoon, I'll be calling my, the academy manager at the time was <laughs> Dan Ashworth. He worked for England and I think Brighton now. So call him like, please, just send me back. I miss reserve football. <laughs> Serious? Yeah. What? Imagine losing all ga- oh, Every okay, Saturday you was losing, losing, losing. We were getting battered. Like, I was playing with Aki Femwa. Okay, okay. You so can't me, move, innit? Yeah, me and him were up front, so. I was just like, no, I can't, I can't do this. Like, yo, man up, man. Like, we've got to win this game. Otherwise, it's going to be a relegation thing. And I can't have my, my money getting caught out. Like, oh, is that what he said? Yeah. So for him, it's reality. You're just Yeah, like, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm still at West Brom. Like, what is this? <laughs> but he's like, no, come on, man. We need you. You're scoring all the goals. Come on, fix up. <clears throat> and then, yeah, man, I left, man. I left after January. I was just like, no, I can't take it anymore. Oh, you asked to go back? Yeah. yeah. No, I went to Brentford. Brentford came okay, for cool, me better. in... In, in January, because back then you can only do a Six month long, oh, yeah, month, 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 okay, month, okay. month, yeah. And then, yeah, so when Brentford came, I packed my stuff and I left. So you Quick. played Brentford, <clears throat> I mean, Northampton, Brent- Peterborough, Brent- Brentford, no, Peterborough. Yeah. So that's, what was, is there a massive difference between the leagues, if you can remember? Yeah, 100%. League two was shell it. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I, remember, I remember one training session, we were working on throw-ins for one hour. What? 
So throw it to the midfielder. He hooks it. Striker on the channel. For what hour? Eddie Brufer, I'll never forget this. What? Was he your gaffer at England? Was no, a, no, no. I, I, was, I was done then. Yeah, he was at England though. 21s? Yeah. Is that him? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We were doing throwings for an hour, bro. Like, I was thinking, what is this? <laughs> like, one hour straight. I was like, nah, this is it. Northampton, I've got to go. And I left, bro. <laughs> you see? Sorry, going back to washing your own <laughs> kit, yeah? Do you, do you know how to use... I know this is a mad question. Do you know how to use a washing machine? Because <laughs> Of course, man. <laughs> I, grew, I grew up on that, really. Oh, so I, I know how to do that, yeah. So what was you thinking? What, they give you two pairs of kit? Two pairs of kit, tracksuit, bag, and then get on with it. Well, in your, in the your worst dips? one was uh, lunchtime. So we had, <laughs> we had a juice, right? If you came late, you had no juice because everyone finished it. So after, everyone would be rushing after training. like. Duh, duh, duh. And if you came in with dirty kit, you get fined. So you had to shower before you okay. get in there. So I say, bear, like, like if everyone being the big guy, no one touches juice. <laughs> so luckily I was friends with him, man. Come on, it's prison, bro. Man said they don't rush for... Yeah, man, you have to rush for juice. And it was... Squash, not even proper juice, bro. It was mixed with water, man. <laughs> it's madness. That is mad. All right, cool. The loans are done. Yeah. Was it Peterborough? West Brom called you back early? No, I got injured at Peterborough. Oh, you got, oh, you got yeah, injured? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about that. When you're getting injured, that's your first proper baby. Big, proper yeah, injury. yeah. Did you think, that's it, I'm done? Yeah, because, mate, I, I went to went to the doctors, right? And then the guy was like, I don't think you can be the same guy again because it was my kneecap that split. Like I swear snapped, down. my kneecap was in two pieces, and the guy was like, "I don't think you'll be able to play the same again." It's like, wow. So <laughs> I was just like, "Nah, no chance." Like, I haven't even played fifty games yeah. under my belt, and then this is what I'm getting told. <clears throat> but the, luckily, the surgery went well. I came back, and I always say, like, being injured changed me. I became okay. more professional, going to the gym, looking yeah, yeah. after my my body in that way like doing prehab and stuff like that but before that gym was like me and gym were enemies <laughs> never used to go to gym i just relied on my natural talent okay okay so when i when i got injured that's when everything changed did you have older pros telling you obviously they saw potential in you, you yeah know, like, oh, you need to sort yourself out do this do that i always remember like <clears throat> that the preseason that allowed me to get into the first team all the senior players you should always tell me like you're gonna be the like a surprise package in the Premier League. Like, yeah. Make sure you stay fit. You're doing well. You came back sharper. Da, 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 da. So that gave me a belief, and I always thought like, okay, I got a chance now. And luckily, the manager called me and he was like, right, you're not going on loan. This is it. This is your squad number. Da, 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 da. So you got your space in the changing room. Everything, yeah. <laughs> That's when everything changed, man. That's like, gas yeah. me still. That's yeah. gas me. Did you like prepare well, like? So in London, we have, we, we have these training camps in this, like loads of pros comes down, come down yeah. and then just get fit there and then they go back as if they've been training throughout this, like being, like they were still in season. Did you yeah. have stuff like that up here? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I had personal trainer. So my oh, first season, I had personal trainer. I went on holiday. I didn't even go on holiday. What am I talking about? Actually, I did. I went to Punta Cana, DR. Okay, okay. And um, I was meant to be in an England squad. But I didn't get called up. They had a World Cup under 20s or something. Didn't get called up. Um, so I took this personal trainer, like this proper, probably been in a prison or something. Like we used to do mad, <laughs> we used to do mad drills, bro. Remember I went there and I lost like five kilos after three, three weeks, bro. It, just, it was killing me. Bike rides, everything. Um, That's what you need though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I went back sharp and lean and then everyone couldn't believe like the player that came back. That's so I think that put me in a, and a better chance to to be in the first team. What's your thoughts on Steve Clark? Love him. He's he's my guy. Like he's who made me really. He gave me a chance. Never used to speak to me, but somehow we got and a a good understanding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah, we just got on really well. Like he used to he used to give me some advice, weird ones. Like he never used to speak. Like you walking down the corridor and he comes up. He would just walk past you. You say you're right, Gaffer. And he just walked. <laughs> I walked like, don't know. He's he's like his whole, the way he carried himself was like proper. Like you couldn't read him. Okay. But coaching wise, he was brilliant, brilliant Sick. for me. Yeah. Sick. You started on flames that season, though, innit? Yeah. Is that when you scored a hat trick first game? Yeah, in a cup game. Yeah. <laughs> Still got the ball. Yeah. 
better. (laughs) (laughs) You see, after that, yeah, are you thinking, I've got to be the main striker now? Nah. What? You're humble. I've got Shane Long ahead of me. Okay, okay, okay. uh, Was Anelka was in the building. He was aging, mate. Yeah, he's big Nick. Yeah, (laughs) but he he was there. Um, They had another Swedish guy, Scott Sinclair. We played 4-3-3, so... I was never going to play as a number nine. Okay. Steve Clark told me that from the get-go. He's like, you're not big enough, you're not strong enough, so I'll put you on the left or right, just play in the pockets. Um, yeah, so I think when I started believing in myself, like, right, this, I'm going to be the main guy here. When I was December, come, I, was top, I was like top scorer in the team. And I finished with nine goals, so we were that bad. <laughs> yeah, West Brom was always that <laughs> Yeah, so we were fighting relegation. And, and yeah, I remember I scored in both two, two crucial games against Newcastle, 85th minute pen. We ain't one in 10. <laughs> no one's take the penalty at home. Oh, and I mean, at, at the yeah, I mean, 85th minute, got an elk on a pitch, Chris Brunt, James Morrison, all the great players. Yeah. Got the penalty and everyone just like walking to the ref. <laughs> I'm looking at the ball. And no one's grabbed the ball. So I was like, forget this. I just picked up the ball and I scored. And, and against West Ham, 1-0 as well. Decent, decent. Yeah. See, going back to the hat-trick, yeah? Yeah. First hat-trick <clears throat> as a West Brom player. I yeah. know you went out after 100%. I didn't. Don't lie, man. Don't lie. It was a midweek game. So? What? We had training the next day. Bro, oh, yeah, training the next day. Bro, in <coughs> London, was it Tuesday nights, Saturday nights, Central yeah. is heaving with, the, with football. <laughs> I did that later on in my career when I was... <laughs> When I was comfy, <laughs> not on 80-50, bro. <laughs> With the 15 hit, though, he was outside. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Hold on. Speaking of I had that, a membership in here, bro. Is it serious? Yeah. Yeah, we'll give this a shout out later anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, weren't you charged with drink driving? A few times. Multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> First time I was in London, I was at Brentford. So, Doing a madness on loan? Nah, not even. So Thursday night, I went to Westfield with my boy and had a few drinks. We just did, had like a few drinks, had, did shopping and that, a few drinks, and I was living in a hotel. On a drive back, uh, <laughs> petrol station, I'm going to get water for my room. So I'm in the whatever, he's blasting music. Who? In the passenger seat, my boy, yeah. And I think the policeman was just putting petrol. So as I walked back, got in the car, knocked to my window, was like, can you step out, turn that music down? And I was like, for what? He's like, I'm oh, just going to check your whatever. As I was speaking to him, we got on, he's like, oh, you play for Brentford. I remember yeah. seeing this guy. Speak, well, right. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm really fucking smart. I'll call on your breath. And then that was it. Boom, boom. Right there. A couple of cheeky drinks got you done. Done. And I was over two. Two cent, two or three. Oh, two, two units, yeah? yeah. Or two, whatever it is. Two, yeah. three units over. I swear down. Yeah, just gave me a fine and they just didn't ban me. They just gave me a fine. That was it. My second one, I went to watch Real Madrid against Liverpool. And Anf- I was. Anfield, <clears throat> Yeah. Okay, yeah. And I was in a box. Um, with your agent? No, nah, with my boys. Wait, were you by yourself or. No, 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 no. Somebody had the box. Okay. So okay. my boy knew this guy okay, that had the box yeah. and then we got invited down. And I got done because I drink, uh, I had drinks at the, at the thing, but I was speeding back home because I trained the next day. <laughs> so cruise control, don't want to say the limit. Yeah, don't say It was limit. probably in the papers anyway. I think that was one thing they put down. Cruise control, I went past undercover and then he pulled me over and then profilized me. And then, yeah, that was, that's what happened. And the third time was obviously in London when I got robbed. See, that's unlucky though. Massively unlucky. And I got a hefty fine for that. I had to fight and not pay for it. So you lost all your goods. So I got robbed. Uh, got two year ban. 85,000 fine. 85,000 bro, imagine. For driving, you know, I, I didn't even drive. I went from the crime scene to turn left. <laughs> 30 yards, bro. The officer said that. In the CCTV, we've seen him driving for 30 yards. 
and after he, being robbed. And they slapped you 85k. 85k, which I fought for and I won the case and I right. paid 10k still. Still? Still 10k. Well, lump sum or little, little drips. Little drops. <laughs> I'm giving them 100 pounds, 100 pounds right here. But you was on 15. I'm only asking because you was on 15. And that... No, I lost my job. So I went. I was in Belgium when this happened. Oh, oh, oh this is recent. Yeah, snap, yeah, snap, two, snap. yeah. Sorry, could you set them all together? Sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, don't ever get banned. It's the worst <laughs> thing ever. Like, it hurt me. The two-year one, that proper killed me. So how did you get around? Boy driving or get a driver? Luckily, I was in Belgium. Oh, okay. So, so I was in driving before I get in trouble. <laughs> But um, you know what I mean. Um, back to West Brom. Who leaked the video of you doing balloons? Some twat on my Snapchat. I don't know if I'm allowed oh, to say that. Oh, they screen, yeah, they screen, screen recorded it. Hundred percent. Some the amount of people that sold stories on me, by the way, was ridiculous. So I remember Seriously? when I was at yeah, when I was at Stoke, I spoke to the Sun, the director at the Sun. Yeah. My agent actually spoke to them, and they said. We have so much stories on Sido. He's got the worst crew we've ever, like, he's got the worst Bunch friends, of friends we've ever experienced in a while. Because he... every time he goes out, we know where he is, we know what he's wearing, we know what he's doing. Shut up. Mom's life. And Femme, my agent, can, I actually, he can vouch for this. That's, ah, cool. Let me ask something. Are you looking after, obviously, he's on good money. Are you looking after your friends? And I, I'm not saying taking them shopping and buying and stuff, but you're not, they're not paying when you go out. No. They may wear some of your clothes and stuff like that. So they look decent. They're driving your cars and stuff. Do you know why they done it? Or why they were doing it? I think it was the girls that was doing it. Oh, serious? Yeah, because my, 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 my circle was really small. It was three of us. Okay. Three friends and I was it. And I know for sure they wouldn't have done it. But I think the... The girls that I was probably involved with sold stories. Man. Yeah, sold stories. A lot of stories. See, <clears throat> when the balloon thing happened, because yeah. obviously people frown. Oh yeah, people frown on it, and there's a lot of things that happen to people that do overdo it. Did you think your career was over when it leaked? Uh, not over because a, a few footballers were caught up in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I had to apologize, and West Brom made it really clear that. I shouldn't do things like that. They kind of explain the situation. And to be fair to West Brom, they've always had my back in things like that. Um, so I respect them for that. All right. All right, let's skip forward a couple of years Yeah. when things become frosty with West Brom. Um, I've read that they cancelled contract talks because you've been a naughty boy. I don't know what you're doing, but apparently your lifestyle changed and your attitude changed and all of this. No. In, in West Brom, I never had a problem off field. All the problems were started where I wanted to go to Tottenham because everybody wanted to better themselves in yeah. their position. And West Brom <clears throat> actually offered me a, the highest paid player at West Brom. How old are you then? 23, 22. Highest paid at West Brom. <laughs> yeah. Highest paid at West Brom because our keeper was at the time, Ben Foster. <laughs> and they offered me a better contract. And I just said, no, I just want to leave. I just want to leave. Just yeah. want to leave. Which backfired, but <laughs> <laughs> that's why I wanted, I wanted out because uh, me and Jeremy didn't get on. I remember the way he spoke to my mom and I just didn't like it. Who's that, the chairman? Yeah, yeah. the chair, chairman at the time was, your son's not going anywhere. But I got to find out this later because he was selling the club. He valued the club at a certain va uh, value. Yeah. And with you I was, yeah, 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 with me there. So if I've left, he would have <laughs> took a lot of money okay. off what okay. he, he sold it for so i didn't know this till later that's mad and bear in mind they sold me with six months to go for 15 million to stoke i don't know they're, why they're stoke paid that much they're money. laughing of course they were i would have waited and got you on a free in it yeah that's what i mean i i should have done that yeah and, yeah and got paid whatever <laughs> but they took 15 million and i remember that phone call i was at home chilling friday it was a friday i remember it in the house chilling and then the guy just called me he's like yeah Accepted a build a bid, go to Stoke. I'm like Stoke. It's <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Why can I not stay? He's like no, you've got to go now. It's like so. Who's the someone from the club rang you? Yeah, Richard Garlic called me and I just left. I was like, you know what, fresh start. Let me go. Went there, signed the deal. First day, I knew I was in the wrong place. <laughs> 
somebody got a newspaper and took white sugar out and poured it all on my on my thing and pretend like I took because there was rumors I was doing drugs and I got banned for drugs whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, and they didn't find anything, did it? Yeah. <clears throat> so <clears throat> no, they banned me because I got spiked. It was up, it was upstairs actually. In this what? Yeah, the scene in the CCTV. So I got spiked and they said because you was out and you didn't. <laughs> What do you mean you got spiked? Got You're spiked. a footballer. I got spiked. What's bro? going on here, bro? I got spiked, bro. So I, I was done for eight eight weeks. <laughs> Banned for eight weeks. Uh, investigated for eight weeks. And yeah. So every drug test I got tested. Yeah, yeah. They said it was random, bro. <laughs> Oi, you come. <laughs> yeah. My name was first. Um, so yeah, so the first day of training, I think it was Charlie Adams, took a Newspaper, pour some sugar out, and he's like, Welcome to the club, lad. And then that's when I thought, Nah, it's going to be a long five years because I've signed so five year deal. Yeah. Oh, you do get good contracts, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, wait, you skipped a bit, yeah? You see, when West Brom are saying you can't go and all of this, what's your agent saying? Uh, handing in transfer requests. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you said, yeah? Yeah, I handed a transfer request. I bought in my mom. I went stupidly on Twitter. Oh yeah, <laughs> I did madness. You done a Sky interview as well. No, no, no. You did, man. I've seen after. it after, after, not 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 drew the thing. Now after, <laughs> you were nutty though. <laughs> I was young, man. I was young. That's why your father's really important in your kid's life. I hear that. I hear that. I miss my, fa my father being there or but a father figure. Even agents should be important because they should be saying... Yeah, but when they have 300 more players... Yeah, yeah. but you're... Now, at the time, who, who bought that deal to me was David Manassi, Stella Group. Okay, okay, okay. So he's got big players. Yeah, yeah. So he had Gareth Bale. <laughs> thing. So he had loads of players. So I was probably a little, f little fish in a pond, you know what I mean? That's mad. Mm. Uh, when Spurs are bidding, obviously you've said that you bought your mum and that, but are they, have they given you the numbers that they're going to be paying you? Is that why you really want to go? Or is it because it's Spurs? Because I don't think Spurs were that, obviously they've only been good the last few years. I did. So before, before we even got to the, to, to them bidding, I did the whole thing, behind the scenes thing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Visited the thing, training ground thing, and everything. Did everything, personal deal, everything sorted. All's left is the clubs to agree, and I'm done. Yeah, yeah. That's what was left. Is that what happens all the time, or is it you just done that? I, I, I don't know what happens with everybody else, but I'm sure if you're gonna sign a player, you're gonna do background yeah, yeah, check yeah, on yeah, him, yeah. and you know what I mean. The players, personal, whatever. I'm sure people. I'm sure like players are getting tapped in left, right, center. Wow. So I did the whole shebang. So you was ready? So I was ready, looked bro. Looked at yards, I Looked everything. at everything. Yard. They were sending me links of yards and that where I could stay. And I was thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm gone. You see, when it's all not happening, you're not, you're not going, you feel like you're stuck there. Do you feel, is it triggering your mental health? Or? 100%. I was depressed, man. Like, I remember after that season ended, my eight, like David Manassi said, right, where do you want to go? Because there were, Rejecting, rejecting, rejecting. So he was like, right, you need to go on holiday. And I'm thinking, holiday? <laughs> Let me go to America. He's like, no, 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 not that type of holiday. I want you far away. I was like, all right, take me to Thailand. I don't know. I was That's watching a... Hangover, I think, <laughs> while he was calling me. He's like, he said, you need to go on holiday. He's like, where do you want to go? I said, Thailand. So we went to Thailand, freaking far, 16 hours or something like that. And the best time ever. Class. Yeah, he put, put us in business class. There was three of us. Gave us a nice villa by the beach and everything. Came came back late, two weeks late for preseason. West Brom calling me left. I said, where are you? Da, 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 this, that, and the other. I'm like, I'm in Thailand. Like, what? What do you mean? Training? You're meant to be here for training. And I'm not, my, right, my head's not right. I'm not coming back. Then I remember Richard Garlic was like, right, you need to come back now. But two weeks later, I came back. <laughs> manager didn't really care at the time he's just like we understand the situation and if i was you get the most money you can it's tony Pulis at the time he's he like, yeah get get the best deal for you and your family look after yourself and then yeah west brom tried everything they came to my house tried to convince me i wasn't having it um 
I tried everything. I should have listened. <laughs> but you didn't. Yeah. So out of Spurs, was it I've read Spurs, Newcastle, Palace and Stoke. Is it Tottenham you really wanted to go to? Yeah. Now nah, London, you would have done a madness in London, boy. That's why I didn't sign a palace. <laughs> I met Alan Pardew and I just didn't get a nice vibe from him. Oh yeah? Yeah, we met and we spoke. I don't want to say this on camera, but <laughs> that's it. We oh, spoke and everything. Yeah, we spoke and everything. I just thought to myself, nah, I, I, I can't go to London. I can't go to London. My mum was totally against London. Oh, serious? Yeah. She was like, you London every Saturday in London anyway, so <laughs> you can't go. So I didn't. You see, when you were banned, were you allowed to train? Banned from? When the drugs, the drug test. Um, yeah, I was still training. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was still training. What, the first team or the kids? Yeah, first team, I was still training. But because I was investigated, so it wasn't a serious matter. Um, and then obviously they found like I was actually spiked. So Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I moved on. You didn't have the best of time at Stoke. Not scoring for like two years and that. Yeah. Are you doubting yourself as a footballer? Or are you like, it's going to come, it's going to come? Are you positive? I was not positive. I was doubting myself to fact to the point where Stoke got me a um, psychologist. Serious. So he was coming to my house, and he was promising me like everything was confid, like you know what I mean, confidential, like yeah. confidential. No one will know about it. And some of the senior players would be talking about it at the training Shut ground. Shut up, mom's life. So I remember one time I told the club like, "Look, you're taking a piss now. Yeah, like yeah. I'm bringing this guy in my private life, and he's talking about my life." At the time, my house was getting redecorated, like this, like doing it inside, doing it nicely. And the guy went back and said I was having parties because there was loads of people in and out, like Shut breaking up. walls. I swear to God, no lie. So I'm thinking to myself, nah, these people are trying to actually fuck me up. So I was just like, I was like, right, I'm going to be a rebel now. So whatever they say, I'm going to go against it. Is that why Paul Amber put you in the 23s? Yeah. Cause I do, so I started doing my time now, like everything's going to be at my clock. I come late every day. I piss them off till they let me go. <laughs> I'm gonna say a stat, yeah. How did it feel scoring that after 913 days? Weird. That I didn't is know, mad, you know. I didn't know where to run to. <laughs> and the worst thing about it was that it was it was a it was the worst goal that I've ever scored. Probably hit the post and hit me and lobbed the keeper. Went in. Didn't know what I was doing. Um, <laughs> All the players were buzzing, but in my head, I was thinking, oh my God, what have I just done? Like, it's been this long. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it was weird, man. It's like some, someone put a spell on My mom was actually convinced someone actually put voodoo on me. Serious? Yeah, she was like, no, nah, we need to go to church. You need to start fasting and that. No beef back home? All good? No, nah, I haven't been back. Oh, you then? Been, yeah. Okay, okay. So, um, so, yeah, it was mad, man. Two years, no goal. It was crazy. <laughs> all right let me see throughout all like you rebelling against stoke and all the drink driving and stuff do you think at your heights your friends i'm not saying anything bad against them they're your boys do they think they do you think they took your career seriously or they just were happy that you was making good money no nah, they took it serious it was just me being young and immature not understanding where i stood in my field not appreciating what i had um nobody could get through my head at the time Apart from my mom, but she didn't see after the stuff I was doing, so it was difficult for her to to guide me. But my friends did, and some of them didn't speak to me. Some we had fights. I'm talking about my my close friends, we all have fights. They won't speak for me for two months, three months. Um, I just wasn't listening. I think I've been through a lot of pain. My heart just went cold at the time. That's mad, but everything's all good now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm a dad now. I can't afford to do that. <laughs> That's thing. Okay. Congrats. Um. During all the fights and that, so you'll you, you, you have an argument with one friend. Mm -hmm. Are the other ones get, like trying to get you to squash it or is it like just give you space? Are you that type of person? Because with me, when, I'm, when my head's gone, leave me alone. Yeah, I was, I was missing, man. I was going missing for a few days. Club didn't know where I was. Family Serious? Wasn't where, yeah, because I was that depressed where I would just check myself in a hotel and that's me. Or out of Birmingham or just like... Local. Anywhere, bro. Could be services, could be anywhere. Serious? Yeah. What, hood up mask like hood up just... hood up go in there just sit down turn my phone off i've missed training i've missed games yeah man. that's mad 
is it is that the pressures of being the big man at home in your friendship groups even at clubs because your name was ringing bells like you was one of the up and coming players is that mm -hmm. because of all the pressure like you can't you couldn't deal with it or I think um, it was the pressure from being the man of the house at 17 when I'm having <clears throat> so my youngest sister's 10 years older than me so picture this she's 27 I'm 17 right now she's She's nearly 40, I'm 29. She's the youngest. So the oldest one is like in her 40s. They were looking to me for answers in their marriage, financially, wow. kids advice and all of that. So when I've had that pressure and then I've got football, then I've got the media, the paparazzi come to my house and camping for three days and writing left, right, centre stories Girls about me. Girls as well. Girls, my ex-fiance but she's my missus now yeah problems after problems so it was like i had nowhere to rest the only time i can switch off was when i go missing no one knows where i am that's mad and i just sleep for days so it's just all built up and built just... up until i explode it exploded towards the end oh. that's one of the reasons why i left england as well to go belgium no, i hear that man i hear that i didn't you know like some people just watch and think you're on good money you shouldn't have any problems but you, at the end of the day, you're a human, isn't it? Like you're a person, so these yeah. things do affect you, man. But listen, you've done well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, I saw something, yeah, my boy put it in the group chat, and he told me to ask you. <laughs> Someone, I don't know if I should say his name, but he recorded you coming into a, like, coming to a game in your tracksuit the day before. Oh, that's stupid, man. That's a Zuma. <laughs> so what happened was, <clears throat> I had a player appearance. And your player appearance, you have to wear your tracks. Okay, okay. So, obviously, I've been told prior to this that I got player appearance this day, blah, blah. It was, a, it was not even a Friday. It was like a Wednesday or Thursday. So, it was a couple of days before. And him being stupid on his Snapchat with his friends, he's like, look at this guy trying to... Yeah, so it was, it was yeah, all silly. It was a joke. It was yeah, jokes. he's been really stupid on yeah. his Snap, to be fair. Yeah, it was jokes. Fuck it out. That's why he's got a favourite... He's got a, a famous chant now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We'll How about his cat? We'll just leave him out of that. <laughs> you see when you're, um, all right, cool. Stoke doesn't end well. Your contract gets terminated. Yeah. Who's the first person you ring? Mum. What'd you talk to her about? Um, so before, before it got terminated, this is what happened, right? <laughs> go on, go on. <clears throat> so I was, I was in London. The robbery happened. I got robbed. And then Wait, they... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's talk about the robbery. Okay. I was going to talk about it later, but you mentioned it. Let's talk about the robbery. Right. So it was, um, it was a random day. Um, I finished training. Me and my, my niece, my ex, we went down to London and my niece's boyfriend went out, whatever. And the, the following day, I had a game, but it was reserved. So okay. I thought, well, I'll, I'll go, <laughs> come back in the night, whatever. Went to VQ and I just seen loads of Somalians come out of the smallest car ever, like a Ford, <laughs> I think it was a Ford sign, just coming and they're, like, yeah, they're like, you're Berahino, uh, this is not Birmingham anymore, you know, what are you doing here? They just came rushing and one had like a knife, gun. Swear down. And I'm trying to close, like open the door and close it, but they've grabbed it and just like shitting and they've opened my, my ex's side, my niece's side. Went in their bags were taken. I was like, if I stay here, we'll probably get stabbed. Yeah. So me and my niece's boyfriend start running. We were legging it. And I had them, you know them Alexander McQueen's, like they've got the yeah, biggest yeah. soul ever. <laughs> so I'm running, but I'm heavy as hell. <laughs> so the boss came and scared me because the boss was coming. I just tripped and falling right in front of the boss. The boss man stopped. And they were like, just took all my watches, my chains and just left. And I got in the car. Drove 30 yards, stopped. Bear in mind, I had a black top and it's all ripped. Yeah, yeah. Like scars here, everywhere. <clears throat> I thought I got stabbed, but it wasn't a stab. It was just from dropping yeah. on the concrete. And then... Um, it's childish, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then this is, this is how messed up he gets. I'm at the police station, right? It's 5 a.m. 8 a.m. Daily Mail writes, footballer has been arrested for drink driving. My agent trying to call me, but I'm in a cell. So people, like obviously the police, have leaked it Shut. to Daily Mail. I was there at five, 
8 a.m. is out. No way. And they didn't mention anything about robbery or nothing. They just said police officer, uh, police officer have, a police officer has uh, stopped a footballer drink driving at five or whatever, blah, 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 blah. So Stoke got this. Wow. So, so I'm driving back, trying to go to the game the next day. And West Brom's like, don't come. Um, we need to investigate what's happened. Why are you in London? Why are you drinking? Can't drink two hours, uh, two days before a game, 40 hours. So from that moment on, I didn't train with any West Brom players, um, Stoke players. So I was put into reserve changing room. Serious? What? Yeah. Mo completely moved? <clears throat> completely moved. A month later, I wasn't getting paid. So they said, right, we're looking to sack you. So we have to investigate that. <laughs> so from, from April till October, that's when I got my back pay and they paid me out my contract. So from April till October in Belgium, I wasn't getting no pay or nothing. So then in May, <laughs> that's when I got convicted for two years. Um, couldn't drive for two years, banned for two years, sorry. I got the hefty fine. And then Stoke just said, right, yeah, you're guilty. Boom, 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 boom. Get out the club. That was, that's what it was. We're free as Their grounds of them, <laughs> the, their grounds of them um, banning me was multiple lateness. <laughs> Punti uh, not turn up punctuality, not turning up on time and not turn up for, for training. And what else was it? Being in the press a lot of times, tarnishing their name and also the drink driving. So you see when all of this is happening, yeah. <clears throat> no clubs is looking to touch you, innit? 100%. I, I had clubs call my agent and say, look, <clears throat> we know he's in London every weekend. We know he's doing this. We know he's doing that. We know he's in the press. How are we going to manage him? What can we do to help? And then my agent's like, no, he's not. He's actually not doing all of this craziness. Mm. The media's making it bigger yeah. than what it seems. He's like, okay, but he's just been arrested for drink driving, this, that, and the other. And when my agent comes back to me, I'm like, why are we fighting a losing battle? Just get me out of here. Don't take me too far from UK. Mm. Just get me out of here. So I left. Because even like players, like Glenn Johnson come out, I was like <clears throat> telling people don't sign him and all that. Childish. Proper. Like, you're a big man. You've had your career. Like, people make mistakes, in it. Like, especially in his time. People were out drinking before, before games, after I'm still playing. The worst thing about it all, <clears throat> he sat next to me in the change room. Swear down. Mom's life. So he, he sat next to me. He was all good with you in the change room. Never spoke to, you, oh. to me. Oh, really. he never spoke to you? No, he's always on the phone. Like, he thinks does properties and stuff okay. like that. So he's, he was well busy, man. But his agent was David Manassi. And me and oh. David Manassi had problems. <laughs> so he's had David Manassi since he was 16. And I know for a fact David Manassi influenced him okay. to come out and say what he had to say. And David Manassi trying to sue me because I got sacked from, from Stoke. So I know David Manassi was behind it. But I <laughs> wish him all the best. <laughs> Gangster thing. That's mad. All right, cool. I know you touched on England. Yeah. But let's talk about the 21s because your team was... A joke. <laughs> was it unbeaten for how long? Was it two years? Two years. Yeah. Two years. Didn't break sweat <laughs> playing against other nations. The, the funniest one was San Marino. I'll never forget. Yeah, but they're, they're whooping but, boys, though. Oh it? my God. We turned up at San Marino and I was like, what am I doing, bro? <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was really good, man. We have Gary Southgate as our manager at the time, Steve Holland, assistant. We had everything, bro. Everything. You know, I was like, <clears throat> the future, innit? Yeah. Do you know what it is? I think the problem, you know, like when you had the Roonies and all of that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's egos, isn't it? And not yeah. even egos, it's like their north, south. Yeah, yeah, the rivalry. Beef, isn't it? Yeah. And then you lot were just. We were kids. Well, yeah, we were, we're kids back then. Yeah. Them, yeah. We were kids back then. And I think most of us didn't realize how talented we was until you look back now. I mean, our team, bro, everyone in our team now probably plays for England or in the Premier League. Mad, isn't it? Back then, yeah. Do you. See, uh, see that. Do you feel like when you see players you was ahead of, mm -hmm. who's better than in England and still playing now, and they're like playing, do you feel like, wow, oh, like what could I have been? No, because everyone's got their own journey. Better. <clears throat> um, I think at the time, pe people was always asking me this Harry Kane, man, you was ahead <laughs> of Harry Kane. I'm like, bro, Harry Kane was the 
the coldest strike I've played with. Serious? Yeah. To be fair, he's finishing finish. wise, from from the age of seventeen, like under 17s, 18, 19s, 20, he was clinical. Serious. It was like chubby, couldn't really move, wasn't really fast. But the way he finished, I knew it was like he was a finisher though. Yeah, but he was left foot, right foot. He was the he's the cleanest striker, finishing wise. I swear, Seriously. I've played with ever till this day. Do you know what's mad? Yeah, <laughs> it, it just popped into my head. There's a clip, you know, when England under twenty one do the filming thing. There's a oh, finishing yeah. drill. <laughs> <laughs> There's a finishing drill you have done. I think Jack Butland's in goal. Oh yeah, and yeah. you've dinked him, and you go, yeah. you don't go for them ones. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to my boy because he had a keeper called. Butland, his nickname was Bundy, and he kept oh. saying it to him as well. Yeah. It's a little catchphrase, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, they were the days, man. Good days. Nah, sick, man. Um, how about when you went into the senior team? Weird. Weirdest tra- transition ever. Because at the time, Rooney, uh, all the Rooney, Lampard, mm. Gerard, Ashley Cole, they all were playing. <laughs> so I remember dinner time, right? So Sterling was there, Ross Barkley, Chamberlain, all the young players. Yeah. So all the young players would sit like over there. All the senior players would sit like here. And as soon as they finish, you don't see them. You only see them at training pitch. Oh, what? what go back so to you're just like boom, boom. Not even hell. I don't even think I even spoke to Rooney or Lampard wow. or Gerard. I don't think I spoke to them. But what killed it was, oh, mate, we had meetings after meetings. <laughs> you know, Gary, Gary Neville, our busy is on, on Sky Sports, boy. Some of us used to miss the meetings. We were sleeping or napping. Serious? Yeah, they don't call you. They just leave you to because they know it's too much meetings. Yeah, we'll have like yeah. six meetings a day. Just Talking about what though? Positioning and <laughs> this, that, and you're like, Gary just, this just belong. Well, Gary Neville's leading them. Yeah, because um, we used to do units like strikers. Okay, yeah, da, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had us, and it was just like, oh my god, we had Roy as well. Like, he uh, just used to be long. Um, and then I remember we had Scotland away, and then we had Slovenia at home. So after the Scotland game, and Roy says, right, everyone that's married can bring your wives to hotel. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, Roy Hudson, yeah. <laughs> so I've never had this. Like you're in camp and you're allowed to bring. Yeah. So I won't name names, but a few, <laughs> few of the young boys went overboard. So I don't. So I'm thinking, whoa, what is this? <laughs> I was like, nah, this is too much, bro. Yeah, it was good for the eyes, but boy. <laughs> you stayed too... away from it, yeah? Yeah, I couldn't because it's my first time in it. So yeah, it's my yeah, first yeah. time. I've, plus, I've never kicked a ball for seniors. You kind of labelled as a bad boy as well, so you can't even... Yeah, so yeah. I was like, nah, I'm not... I thought it was a test or something when he was saying <laughs> it. I mean, like, shit went down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so in 2v3s and there, like, nah, bro, I was like, I'm not doing this. Oh, these skis <laughs> nutty, I'm not, bro. I'm not doing this, bro. That's so, mad. Yeah. Oi, people watching, don't even get ideas and start writing names in the comments. And all that. <laughs> no, no. But I, um, England or Burundi? Kind of stupid question, but... What do you mean? Playing for them? Or yeah, country-wise? Play, play, living? Like, playing for them, not living. Uh, to Bur- be fair, I'd go back home, to be fair. Burundi. Like, Burundi. Burundi. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Easily. I, just, I love it there, bro. It's like my... My place, man. I'm, I'm actually looking to retire there. Better. I'm on all of that as well. Yeah, I'm looking I'm to retire that. there. How did it feel when you stepped out with the Burundi shirt on? Heavy, bro. <laughs> Heavy. I remember first qualifiers game, we were playing against Gabon, Abon Mayang, and we're in a change room, right? And all the players are like, shit scared, bro. <laughs> well, Abon Mayang, to- yeah? Yeah, because <laughs> they had Lamina Le- 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 or something. What's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something? So like, man, I go in toilet back and forth and just like not staying still. Like, and I was like, boy, it's just, it's a football game. Yeah. Relax. So we, we drew that game 1-1. And I think that was my first game. After that, everybody started believing. They're like, right. So we qualified, by, bear in mind. Didn't win one game. Well, we won two and drawn the rest. Yeah. And made, obviously, history. That yeah, was the yeah. first time we ever qualified for African Cup. And broader. The whole country went on shutdown for three days. The president was like, no one's allowed to work for three days. So we didn't work for three days, like Monday to Wednesday, we just parties, everyone going mad. And that's when I felt the, the shirt getting heavier and heavier. <laughs> then they announced it like, he has to be captain. Then I oh, went to the African Cup and I was captain. We were there to make up the numbers, obviously, because <laughs> couldn't score a goal. <laughs> but um, 
it was brilliant, man. It was the best experience as a footballer ever. Nice. I go back every year. Yeah. It's just, it's home, innit? Like, it's different, man. Yeah, when you man. have a, when you have somebody knocking on your door, like, what do you want for breakfast? What clothes should we wash today? <laughs> no, you go petrol station. This one got me. I went to a petrol station, right? Got in my car. About to put petrol. It's like, boss, boss, boss. What are you doing? Get back in the car. <laughs> then yeah. they put petrol yeah, for you and that. I'm like, rah, this is how you live in now. Oh. I was like, it's good, man. See, since I've been doing this, when I go back home, they think all you guests and footballers are my boys. boys. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, how do you, we watch these guys on TV. You're in their car. You're yeah. bro. I'm just like, listen, I'm just trying to think, man. But, bruv, Africa's yeah. home, innit? Yeah, 100%, man. Has the country changed much since you were last there? It hasn't developed, but the mindset has 100% changed a lot. I've seen internet now. I think everybody's <laughs> clocked in it, like what's going on back home. And that. So, yeah, people, people like moving differently. A lot of people from Europe that I was born in Burundi have gone back yeah, and built yeah. businesses and stuff like that. That's so what I rate, man. it's really good, man. What about, do you know what I rate? Like you're inspiring all the young kids from your village and that. Like yeah, yeah. You've gone from where they were yeah, yeah. and made it to the heights. Yeah. So it can happen to anyone, innit? And I rate that, man. 100%. And, and what I like now, there's a route of players from Burundi that can sign Europe. So like we've had two, two years ago, there's a guy that signed from, from the league in Burundi into Turkey. Okay. And now he's playing for Besiktas. Besiktas, yeah. Istanbul. Besiktas. Is it the Istanbul one? I don't know. Turkish yeah, leagues. Well, he's playing in... Um, like decent, man. Yeah, he's playing with... Ozil was with him actually. Fernabache? No, he's moved now. Okay, okay. So, yeah, he's moved to another one, yeah. So he's moved now, um, Ozil. So so there's a route there yeah. for young players to go and, and make a living. So which I love. Which you got I a love. job there, man. Little be a little agent. Nah, no way. <laughs> I will never be an agent, man. What's it like playing in Belgium? What's it like? Yeah. Um, football wise not the greatest. Lifestyle was brilliant, quiet. No paparazzi, no none of that <laughs> nonsense. You actually treat as a human being than yeah. a footballer. I've seen my teammates were going uni and coming oh, and training. Sick, yeah, and, you know what I mean? So it was normal life. Um, food was brilliant. Yeah, it was really nice, man. It was really nice. What about players don't do like the nightlife culture and all of that? It's just football and just chill dinners and stuff. Yeah, like they were more keen on football. And I mean, you earn all your money at Belgium, by the way, because they got you from like 8 a.m. till like 4 p.m. <laughs> yeah. So you oh, were there for sessions, a long yeah. time. Yeah, you're there for like, we, we were having naps and that during <laughs> sessions. So we have our own room where you can sleep. Okay, sick, sick. So after 12, you go and sleep. You have to sleep and then you go and train again. Nah, sick. So, yeah. You <clears throat> see your time away from England, did it make you appreciate the game again? Or do you still kind of have the same? Because I know you've been tarnished in it. Like, yeah, yeah. And you you would fall out of love with the game. Has that helped you reboot, regain your love? I don't think I'll, I can ever fall out with a game. I was, I definitely turned my back towards the politics of the game, 100%. Um, you get to see, and as you get older, you get to see. A lot of people say the politics of the game, and they don't understand, but I got to understand it. I got to live it in it. And it's a numbers game, bro. Football's just a numbers game. Like, like your box, you're like a chocolate boxer, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like when they're done with you, they just throw you away, bro. That's Whatever mad. Skepta said in his, in, his, in his thing. But yeah, man, it's a numbers game. Like just always make sure you're looking behind you and ahead of you because somebody else wants to take that shirt from you. 100%. And nearly done, <laughs> nearly done. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. How did that come about? Because it seems like you enjoyed your time in Belgium. Did yeah. you want to come back? Of course, I wanted to come back because of my kids. Okay. Um, and also, I, I had an opportunity with Darren Moore where kind of pitched me the idea of coming back, trying to get back into the championship. Um, and I thought it was brilliant. It's not far from Birmingham. The club is a massive club. Um, so I thought it was a great opportunity for me to come back, which I did. And obviously, we didn't get promoted. We, we got uh, knocked out in playoffs. But it was a good opportunity. For me. Still done well, innit? Yeah, yeah, did all right. I think nine goals in 20, so 30 something games. Um, Getting on though, innit? When you was, was like 17, 20, you would have <laughs> scored like 30. <laughs> nah. Now, nah, it it's a tough league, man. Yo, people, 
People think it's a joke. It was tough league, what, man. League one? Yo, it's caught me by surprise. Saturday, Tuesday, isn't it? Not even that. The game, like, bro. These, I don't know what they're feeding these 19-year-olds <laughs> or 20-year-olds, bro. I was getting bullied, man. I had to get in the gym for like a couple of months, bro. Because I think when I gone back to Belgium, it was more running. Yeah, So yeah. I lost all my strength. God, yeah, I was getting thrown about. I was thinking, <laughs> bro, that's not serious, bro. So I got in the gym, man. Mad. So how are you feeling now as a free agent? Loving life, bro. <laughs> you know when you wake up, you can see your kids. You know, my son wakes me up. Um, sometimes make breakfast, sometimes stay in bed. Of course, I want to sign somewhere. Don't get it yeah. twisted. Um, I would love to go back to West Brom, but that's not possible. Um, but yeah, I'm just waiting for my opportunity. We've got a couple of weeks now till the window shuts. So hopefully sign somewhere and then take it from there you'll be all right man you'll be all right and last question for me yeah i think i'm gonna ask this to everyone okay. what's the stupidest thing you ever bought stupidest thing okay. jesus um apart from nightlife stupidest thing genius having three cars at the same time was really dope Serious. Because. Yeah. yeah. Go on. I had a Mercedes GTS. Then an SVR Range Rover. Then another Range Rover. <laughs> cool. Which was dumb. Petrol's like a bag for that, wasn't it? For all of that, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one, one was collecting dust. Because I never drove anywhere. I think, yeah, that's probably the stupidest thing. Another stupid thing that I did was... I built a fire pit in my back garden, right? Which lasted two months. And after that, it looks like... <laughs> it looks really bad. It looks really bad now. <laughs> Took the t had TV and that in there. Serious? Yeah, now it looks... It's dusty, yeah? Oh, man, you don't want to go in there. <laughs> Listen, show me off cam. Hey, Sadio, <laughs> thank you so much, bro. No problem, man. I love nice bro. Time.